The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there, don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 86690 Red Eye. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and good morning. Thank you for being here this morning. Here we are. We made it to Tuesday already. All right. Getting through all the news items we didn't get a chance to uh, get to. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circus. Uh, circus. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that oh, one coming. neither did I. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> and if any of them deserved that, the, the ninth, it's circuit. the ninth. Yes, uh. <laughs> the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, that was. <laughs> if you know, you know. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> they tossed a Berkeley, California ban on gas stoves on Monday. Mm. saying that the Federal Energy Policy and Conservation Act preempted state and local authorities in regulating natural gas. So does that mean, remember that Biden says that he's, I mean, that that's huge, for example, because... Especially that, coming from the Ninth Circuit. Yeah, so if, if they did that, that means that any state law... Because remember, what they're saying is California, no local or state law can preempt federal law. So remember, Biden said, I'm not going to ban gas stoves. So this means the Ninth Circuit has said only the federal government can do that. So it can only come from the Biden administration or Congress, which then he would have to sign the bill. So does this mean the whole thing of banning gas stoves is over? Hmm. Well, the California Air Resources Board has been setting rules forever. And so I would I would really like to know more about that. One of the problems yeah, I'd, here that, is... so would I. I, I. I would have to find out more about... You know, the Ninth Circuit has the highest... I think they still have the highest rate of decisions that are overturned. But, 
the Ninth Circus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of surprising coming from them, mm-hmm. but saying that essentially that they can't do this, that's the power of the federal government. Hmm. And, and I guess that would mean, I mean, that you, hypothetically, that would mean that if New York tries to pass it or any other state, that, and again, the, the, what the Ninth Circuit says might not set precedent. Well, right. It just, it, because it will go to the high court and will, it will be decided there. You know, so I, I wonder if the high court would just say, sorry, we let the stand, we let the uh, ninth right. circus, right. <laughs> let the circus at the ninth do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. We let that decision stand quite possibly. Uh, the courthouse news service reported the three judge panels ruling reverses a federal judge dismissal of the lawsuit by the California Restaurant Association claiming the Energy Policy and Conservation Act preempts the San Francisco Bay Area city ban. The group said the ordinance would affect uh, chefs' ability to prepare food the way that they are typically trained using natural gas stoves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the court wrote, states and localities can't skirt the text of broad presumption provisions uh, by doing indirectly what Congress says they cannot do directly. Berkeley cannot evade preemption by merely moving up one step in the energy chain and banning natural gas piping within those buildings. Hmm. Uh, Carl DeMeo, chairman of Reform California. Oh, man. A conservative group. That must be the toughest job on the planet. <laughs> Staying hidden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need a <laughs> one hell of a cloaking device. <laughs> well, I, I didn't mean by hiding. I mean trying to reform California. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's all uphill. He's sitting there going, hey, we may be able to reform California. Look what we got the Ninth Circus to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well... He, he welcomed the ruling. He said, we are thrilled with the Ninth uh, Circuit Court decision because its decision not only will apply to these mandates on new construction, but will also block the costly home retrofits. Wow. The number of cities and counties have been implementing. Now, they, now the, the, the reality sets in the next, uh, the next appeal would go to the full Ninth Circuit, um, not just a three-judge panel. They'll the appeal oh, okay. will be for okay. the full yes. right. Ninth. I didn't uh, think about that. circuit right. to make a decision, and it's quite possible then it doesn't go that direction. Yeah, but they've set that marker of the of the reasoning, mm-hmm. yeah, which then if it sure. gets to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. Yeah, but so. uh, that's, that's what they'll do. They'll appeal to the full circuit. And we'll see where it goes. But that is an interesting decision. Um, hmm. And I, I just, I, I would question based on the number of, oh my gosh, countless items um, under the reign of the California Air Resources Board over the years. I think California should have only solar electric stoves with no batteries. Right. You can only cook when the sun is shining. 
Don't cook where the sun don't shine. And, and, and how, <laughs> my grandfather's how, dying how words. Big, how big of a rack of solar panels are you going to need oh my gosh. to actually to, to keep one burner going? You, you just need to go out back and start a fire is what you need to do. <laughs> exactly. <It's> like, <laughs> cook well, on my, a fire. My, my, my square mile here of uh, solar panels yeah. that uh, cost me $10 million mm-hmm. has enough power when the sun is at high noon That's right. to run this one electric burner. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, Idiot. you get to the point of, but this is a restaurant killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If chefs don't have gas to cook with, forget it. It's over. Unless you like microwave food. <laughs> well, look. No, Electric stovetops aren't going to work. It's getting to the point where nobody can afford to go out to eat anyway. So what's yeah, why the not? big deal? Yeah. You know, just, just get rid of restaurants. People, there you go. People should be cooking at home. That's right. I'm Gary McNamara, and I'm about the new urban planning of tomorrow, where we get rid of restaurants and yeah, people cook, cook at to, home. People cook together mm-hmm. in communal areas yeah. of their small 500 foot square foot apartment. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody, nobody has a car. You don't need a car. Everybody can ride their bike together. Gary McNamara. Mm-hmm. We can commune with each other. That's right. We can have our own vegetable gardens in the backyard. Yeah. Right. Strictly vegan. While we all work from home. Mm-hmm. And wearing go, masks. And go nowhere. And go nowhere. <laughs> wearing masks. I saw a Get out of my car, you communist. I actually knew a guy that went to school for urban planning and and uh he uh, came into town one time and uh, he wanted me to go to a Bruce Springsteen concert with him. Uh, so I did. Uh, but then was, you know, he was promoting to me what he was learning, getting his master's degree in urban planning. Uh, we got to the airport and I said, I actually said, get the hell out of the, get the hell out of my car, you communist. Yeah. Cause that's what he was promoting. I'm going, well, you don't know what's, see, the thing is people don't know the, the first, the, one of the things that I know that I'm intolerant to immediately and I hope a lot of people are too, mm-hmm. is when somebody tells me, well, you know, most people don't know what they really want in life. Yeah, right. But I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what you want in your life. You yeah. don't know any better. Right. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You don't know the true pleasures in life. I do, and I will dictate to you through my rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. And your adherence to my rules and regulations and orders and mandates that if I mandate you to live a certain way, then you will actually end up enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try, it always works that way. I try to avoid those people, you know. Those probably yeah. be a good idea. Yeah. All right, you know, dude, nice. Get out of my car and get on your bike and ride somewhere. Yeah. Ride to the airport. And the best thing is he's talking about technology, and I'm dropping him off at the airport to right. get on a plane. <laughs> Hitchhike home. No planes for you. <laughs> uh, well, my question is, is how, you know, how long before they've been uh, using a grill outdoors? You know, um, they've already banned the, uh, a lot of the uh, 
lawn equipment. So the lawn yeah, crews yeah, you're right, yep. can only use certain equipment. Why does it cost so much to get my lawn done now? Is it all? Is, are they all using lithium-ion lawnmowers now? Or uh, I don't know about mowers, but I know that the leaf blower thing was a big deal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I have, because my garage is attached to my house, I didn't want to keep gasoline in. So I actually have a lithium-ion lawnmower mm-hmm. and tools. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, the the worst is the lawnmower's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, the lawnmower's fine. I have such a small lawn, and the lawnmower's fine. The edger is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clipper is actually pretty good, but the windblower is horrible. Yeah. I, do anything. I, um, I, I have, the, the, I have I see a, my neighbor with the gas, and yeah. his is probably pushing about... <laughs> 10 times more volume air of air at 10 times the speed. <laughs> Mine's really powerful, and it is with a, a lithium-ion battery, uh, the, the leaf blower. But you can't run a crew and do that. No. Well, mine's, mine's probably, how old is yours? Uh, okay. uh, two years, maybe. Okay. All right. Mine's, mine is one of the first ones that came out, so mm-hmm. probably close to 10 years old. Yeah. And it just wasn't. They didn't didn't have. The now capacity. it's not going to. You know the the thing about it is is that, uh, you know, like during leaf season, <laughs> when you need a leaf blower, <laughs> if you don't have a second battery, you're done. Yeah, mine isn't for leaf. It's for grass clippings. Back on. Yeah, it, it's not powerful. Man, enough this this thing will. This leaves. thing is really the one I have is really powerful, but it's not going to last unless you have a second battery. You're not going to be able to do a. An actual leaf project. How long it. would it last you? I Mine don't know. probably on, goes on time. I don't know, but it's you're not. I'm not going to do front and back during peak leaf season. Yeah. My leaf blower probably would go ten minutes. Yeah. Where the edger, I can do everything, mm-hmm. and the lawnmower, I can do the entire lawn. Yeah, with the battery. But I've got a gas powered mower. I tried the uh, the the battery in it. It didn't, the battery one just didn't cut at all. My lawn is too thick. And so I went back to a gas powered mower and I've got a bunch of the, uh, the battery powered tools that work great. Like my edger will go forever, Yeah, but I've got mm-hmm. tons of batteries. Thing is, I don't have to worry because I got batteries, Right. but if you're on a crew you know, that's traveling from location to location every day. You're doing multiple locations, oh. you know, and now you're going to have to pony up the money for all that rechargeable stuff. I don't know how they're uh, recharging it on board in the vehicle. Yeah, I, I went, oh, because when uh, the only time I ever had to get my lawn cut, I forgot something happened to my lawn. It broke. And so I called somebody to come over. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It's like they were. They were done. I mean, they had like four lawnmowers. Yeah. They had like four lawnmowers. They had like 10 people in the crew. They were done. I mean, they knocked on my door. Hey, we're here. Okay, fine. And it seemed like it was two minutes later. They're locked up, knocking on my door. It's like, okay, we're done. What? Yeah. But then, and they're going house to house to house to house. Oh, man, they don't stop. And and so at that point, you say, okay, you know, how are you charging your batteries? Right. Just, yeah. By the time you do five or six lawns, 
even if you're just doing a small portion of it, a lot of those ba- right. batteries Right, you're going to have to recycle that, right. uh, or you're just going to have to carry cords with you and do the plug-in thing. That's yeah. that's absolutely not practical for a lawn crew. No, it's not. You know, you need to be able to pull start it and go and move on. And that's the thing. The restaurants, if, you, if they don't have gas to cook on, these chefs, many of them, won't cook on electric stovetops. They just won't. You're cooking you, over fire. Yeah, and you can direct the heat more specifically to exactly what oh, you yeah. want. Oh, yeah, cooking with gas is yeah. far superior. 866-90-RED-EYE. There is not a specific theme or focus regarding April's Invasive Plant Pest and Disease Awareness Month. Yet, as Agriculture Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs Jenny Moffitt points out, there are several examples of invasive pests that we need to keep an eye out for. The spotted lanternfly, the Asian citrus psyllid, emerald ash borer, who all are very devastating, and so many more. Outreach is being conducted with state ag departments and local and regional partners. As we work on eradicating these pests and then also making sure we're educating the public about that. www. Hungrypest, all one word, dot com is the web address to learn more about invasive plant pests and disease in your area and ways to prevent these threats from spreading to other parts of the country. As we work on eradicating these pests and then also making sure we're educating the public about that. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel. And Sitco Lubricants. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. So, Elon Musk on Tucker last night on Fox. Oh, all right. And they talked about the fact of how 
big the workforce is compared to what it used to be. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And this is, when you think about it, this is amazing. Here we go. Hmm. But it's 80% are gone from the day you took over. That's correct, yes. So how do you run the company with only 20% of the staff? Uh, It turns out uh, you don't need uh, all that many people to run Twitter. But 80%? That's a lot. Um, Yes. Uh, I mean, if you're you're not trying to run some sort of uh, glorified activist organization uh, and you don't care that much about censorship, then uh, you can really let go of a lot of people, it turns out. <laughs> you know, it's what Michael Schellenberger said wow. uh, on that uh, was a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, on Rogan. Uh, he came back to talk more about what was going on. He said, "Look, you know, these were hardcore liberals, and they were, you know, activists. Exactly what you're uh, hearing right there from Elon Musk himself, and it was it was very clear." Because he he talks about when they were m- making the decision and trying to justify kicking Donald Trump off of Twitter in January of 21. And he said, you know, they really had to bend their own rules to make it work. Because mm-hmm. he was kicked off, uh, deplatformed or whatever they call it, on January 8th. January 7th, what they were doing is they were just basically kind of making it up as they went along to make it fit, to kick him off. And, you know, look, if they run Twitter, I guess they can make their own decisions, but that was bound to come back at them and, in fact, ultimately led to what? Where we are today. Think about that. So think about it. 23 active working employees at Twitter. Yeah. Roughly now. Mm-hmm. So you mean they had over 10,000? They had a lot. I don't know how many the, the top number was, but yeah, it was a lot. You're listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios. And he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. Our audio cut of the day comes from uh, the congressional hearings yesterday uh, in Manhattan uh, uh, about uh, uh, Alvin Bragg, the, uh, the, the DA, who's, you know, you look at what happened in San Francisco. Remember when they voted out that DA? Mm, yeah. Uh, no, I thought but, about that. Yeah, and and so, but you you look at it right now, and mm. uh, uh, Alvin Bragg is you know is the image of what the Democrats have become. Yeah, and that's not just soft on crime, right? But actually enabling the criminal, uh, and uh, enabling the criminal and ignoring the victims. Ignoring, yeah. Ignoring the victims, and this is ignoring Mad- justice. This is Madeline Brame, uh, mother of Sergeant Hassan Korea, who was stabbed to death in Harlem in 2018, and uh, this was part of her opening statement yesterday about Alvin Bragg. Good morning. My name is Madeline Brame. I am the chairwoman of. 
Victims' Rights Reform Council. I'm also the mother of a homicide victim. My son, Sergeant Hassan Korea, Afghanistan War retired veteran, was killed in Harlem in 2018. Hassan was kicked, punched, stomped, and stabbed nine times by four individuals he did not know, nor had he done them any harm. All four of these individuals were apprehended and all four charged with first-degree gang assault and second-degree murder. This case just resolved this year. So this case drug on through the Manhattan criminal court system for four and a half years. When Alvin Bragg came into office, he was, held, he was handed a strong trial-ready murder case and gang assault case against all four of these individuals where this brutal, savage homicide was captured on video. He was handed a strong trial-ready case, ready to go to trial. As soon as he took office, the case immediately began to unravel. He dismissed, completely dismissed, gang assault, and murder indictments against two of the defendants clearly on video participating in the brutal, savage slaughter of my son. Extremely powerful. I mean, your heart breaks for her. And beyond that, the slap in the face well, of, the, of, of the behavior of someone mm -hmm. like Bragg, who, again... Victims don't matter. We're going to focus on justice for the criminals. Think about that. And I want to play uh, more fully the audio cut that we played uh, a little over an hour ago. I, I didn't have the time to play it, but I think it's important. This is Representative Daniel Goldman sort of lecturing all the witnesses as to why they're really there. You know, and this all goes, we, we talked about uh, Representative Hank Johnson uh, that said, you know, uh, uh, basically they're pawns mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, the Republican Party and MAGA and everything else. Yeah. And they were furious at that one. Uh, in fact, he, uh, Matt Gates actually asked each and one of them, are you being used by, yeah, the question, are you being used by Republicans here? And every one of them said, absolutely not, including the Democrat uh, councilman mm -hmm. who was yeah. uh, who was also there. Yeah. And... Uh, and so I want to play this from Goldman, who is basically saying, you know, you're here and, and we sympathize with you. But this is all part of the, you know, uh, 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 illegal uh, investigation that, you know, or the abusive investigation that Republicans are having. And she would have none of that. She would have none of it. So here we here we go. Your your experiences are devastating. But the problem is, is that this is a charade to cover up for an abuse of power that they are going around talking incessantly outside of this hearing about Donald Trump. And the purpose of this hearing is to cover up for what they know to be an inappropriate investigation. Now, I look forward, many of you are Can I in respond New York City. You, no, not right now, because I only have 20 seconds. I'm sorry. But I, I do Don't want to Don't insult my intelligence. That, uh, you're hang not on, hang on. The gentleman's time. I'm not insulting you. You're trying to insult me time. like I'm not aware of Ms. what's going Ms. on Ms. here. Thank you. Okay? I'm fully aware of what's going on here. Gentlemen, they will suspend. Okay? Gentlemen, gets another 15 seconds. 
Thank you. That's why I walked away from the plantation of the Democratic Party. Committee will be in order. There you go. No, I mean, clear gaslighting. Making her, uh, 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 wanting people to believe, I guess, including her, that she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what's going on. Look, it's not, it, it'd be an abuse of power if Congress was attempting to prosecute right. him. But as, as soon as federal funds got involved in it, and they were trying to mock, Goldman earlier was trying to mock the $5,000. Mm-hmm. It's only $5,000. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's federal funds. Yeah. You open the door at that point, right. and they're simply holding hearings to let the public know. As you said the other day, they're telling a story. They're telling a story. The American and, people have the right to know mm-hmm. what's going on. And, and what you got from these witnesses. And and she went after, and, and so did the other gentleman whose son was a victim of uh, violent crime. You know, they went after Nadler. They went after, they said, you know, don't don't sit there and lecture us about what the Republicans are, 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 are trying to do here. Right. They're the only ones that are listening. Right. You've, I, been our, you've been our representatives for years, and you've not yeah, done a damn thing. Nothing, nothing. And, and here somebody comes in. We don't care what the reason is. We don't care what the reason is. All we care about is somebody is finally listening to us yeah. on a on a big platform. Yeah. And we're all, you know, we're all we're the families of the victims, so we're victims. Right. And you don't care about that. You just want to play politics. And he goes, the only one mentioning Trump here is not the Republicans. Is you are, you are, you are, you're the ones that are only talking about Trump. They're talking about crime. We're talking about crime. It's not Democrat or Republican. And I'm like, whoa, I mean, this it was really, really, well, it was really good stuff. These yesterday. aren't things in the abstract. These are things that have happened. These are real victims here. The left wants to create victims at every turn, but real victims they ignore. And by the way, maybe it would be more than $5,000 of federal money if Bragg actually had a case against Trump. <laughs> The uh, I want to get to to this here uh, because uh, this came out the other day, and it's important to understand that what the Democrats are doing in the city, why it's failing, uh, and you know, you talk about, for example, what's going on. You saw that the one uh, was at the outdoor gear store, whatever. REI, REI is leaving yeah. Portland now, right? Their people, only store in Portland. Their only store. And in for Portland. those that don't know, that's it's it's essentially recreational equipment incorporated. That's and and so they're right. all about the outdoors. And anybody, and you know, because you live there, anybody mm-hmm. who's ever lived in Portland, it's about the outdoors. You go because it's yep. Oregon's beautiful. Yep. And they're closing their only Portland store. Yep. And they said we don't know under any uh, under under what circumstances we will ever be able to come back. And they yeah. are leaving. They made yep. it clear. Yep. It's about it's about crime. Yeah. And what the Democrats are saying is, as we know, you know, we know, remember, we even have is the rule still in Dallas. Remember, they they had that in Dallas. I don't know if that ever stayed or not, where if you steal under uh, uh, a shoplift under a certain amount, well, then, you know, hey, you only fill out an online you, report. Yeah, You fill out yeah. an online report. And no, that's it. No response. There's not going to be a, a live response. And this was interesting. The New York Times actually had this story. Hmm. 327 people mm. have been arrested for shoplifting an astounding 6,000 times and account for more than a third of all the shoplifting arrests in New York City. And 
this is where when when law enforcement and Republicans talk about the concept of broken windows. Right. That if you allow shoplifting and you excuse it as something that we're not going to punish, you end up with what's happening in Chicago, yep. what's happening in Portland, what's happening in San Francisco. Businesses are leaving. Yes. There's no way they, they can stay. You cannot maintain a downtown area. You cannot maintain a business district. No, you can't. And nothing is going to change until everything is gone. Nearly a third of all shoplifting arrests in New York City last year involved just 327 people, police said. Uh, collectively, they were arrested and rearrested more than 6,000 times, the police commissioner said. Some engage in shoplifting as a trade, while others are driven by addiction or mental illness. The police did not identify the 327 people in the analysis. Uh, you have Alvin Bragg, who have all but decriminalized shoplifting, and yeah. that's exactly yep. what you get. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you get is mobs roaming the street and shoplifting. And yeah. going in mass, mobs going into stores, clearing out the stores. Yeah. Compton, Sunday morning, California. Yeah. Break through the door and take everything. And this happens repeatedly. And law enforcement gets no support on the pursuit because if the prosecutors aren't willing to go after these individuals hard, and punish them, then they're going to stay on the street. They're going to keep doing it. Why would they stop? You don't have to. You this is their them. business. This is what they do for a living, and nobody's stopping them. Why would they quit? It's anything but law and order. And when you see what's going on, when you see a brag, when you see what's going on in other liberal cities with the crime and the way that their downtowns are deteriorating and people are afraid to go down and people don't want to, you know, become tourists anymore. In essence, you're destroying the the business arm of your city. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, just, you're destroying it. You have to ask, what is the goal except to destroy the cities? Right. What is the goal? The goal only can be we wish to destroy these great American cities. Right. We wish to drive people from the cities. We wish to drive business from the cities. We want it to become a ghost town. And they're imploding. These Why cities are imploding. And when, when these companies leave, they take the jobs. They take the, uh, uh, we talk about Walmart. They closed a handful of stores in Portland. And they're closing four in Chicago. And you think about those neighborhoods that even if you never, and we've talked about this for years, even if those families never step foot in a Walmart, they benefit from Walmart being there because Walmart brings on other competition from other discount retailers. If Walmart's gone, why would the others stay? If the big guys can't play, the little guys have no shot. They're going to be gone soon, which means other jobs and also access to cheap, affordable Items for your home and groceries. 
all of it gone because we refuse to enforce the law. It's a choice. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Well, it looks like the Dominion Fox lawsuit is going to go on, the defamation lawsuit. Yeah. And I started thinking there's uh, there's two extremes of where it could end up. If you look at the two extremes, it could end up somewhere in the middle. But the one extreme would be the Goldwater, uh, Barry Goldwater, that we talked about yesterday in his uh, successful lawsuit after he lost the, the, uh, the, the presidency. And the other one could be the Rachel Maddow <laughs> mm. situation yeah. where... Uh, you know, they they wanted to go after Rachel Maddow for defamation, and the judge basically came back and said, well, no, it's Rachel Maddow. Yeah. You know, er, she knows she lies. Mm-hmm. Her audience knows she lies. Mm-hmm. She knows that her audience knows that she lies. <laughs> basically, this is what they said. And so it's basically, since everybody knows that you're not telling the truth and covering the real news, then there is no expectation that you should be telling the truth. Yeah. Like they almost treated her as if she was a parody magazine. There is no <laughs> accuracy standard right, there in is, this case. Right. So, <laughs> Because there's no expectation that if you listen to Rachel Maddow that you'll actually get the truth. Right. That was, I mean, I'm like, whoa. Mm. And, and by the way, it didn't hurt her ratings. No. No, it didn't. And it was like, you know, yeah, that's because the audience knows they're not getting the truth, but they're okay with it. Everybody mm-hmm. is into the lie. Yeah. So but- it's been the case that uh, the, the talk has been that Dominion is not interested in a settlement. Mm-hmm. Once they filed the case, they have no interest. In, well, a settlement in that you pay them what the ask is. If you don't want to go through the trial, you just pay what they're asking, and, which would and- include uh, on-air uh, reversal of what they said, apology, or whatever right. it is they have, you know, stated. But this is going to play out in court, seemingly, unless they come to a last-minute agreement. This is Red Eye Radio. On Westwood One. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.